Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, now celebrating its 10th anniversary. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates 10 years of romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Jenna Jacobson about her ceremony at Seabreeze Point with a celebration at Animal Kingdom's Tamu Tamu Courtyard and a welcome party at UK Lockside in Epcot. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose all of these locations and how she planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Jenna. Hi, Carrie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to be a part of this. Your book was instrumental in our planning, and I cannot say enough good things about it. So I I really appreciate you having me here today. I'm so glad you found it helpful. And thank you for being on the show today. So I would love to know how you and your husband decided that you wanted to have a vow renewal at Disney. So we actually got engaged 10 years ago at the Polynesian Hotel. My husband, at the time, my boyfriend, uh, had planned for a boat to take us on the Seven Seas Lagoon. And while the fireworks were going off at the Magic Kingdom, he proposed. And afterwards, we had dinner at Ohana. So we have always been big Disney people, but getting engaged there made it extra special. So during the darkest, coldest days of the pandemic, when we weren't going anywhere, we got really into the Disney fairy tale wedding show on Disney Plus, started watching it, and immediately thought, we have to do this. So we started planning a vow renewal, which marked the 10-year anniversary of when he proposed outside of the Polynesian. That's fantastic. So how did your friends and family react when they found out that you were going to have a vow renewal and it was going to be at Disney? They were both shocked and not at all shocked because they were super excited that they were going to get to go to this, but also they know how much we love Disney. And we revealed it to them in a really exciting way. So we called, like, for example, my parents, it was a very small guest list. So we called them and said, hey, we're bringing a surprise over. And we had purchased these really large sort of faux storybooks that you would use for storage or jewelry or something. And we brought that over and inside was a little gift basket with a Cinderella's carriage candle and some other kind of magical treats. And then our invitation, which I had designed online with photos of our engagement and a photo of the castle. And so we we invited them that way. So we did personal drop-offs to our friends and family. And everyone was really, really excited and started planning immediately. That's amazing. Well, it sounds like you probably got a high number of RSVPs. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? So we invited about, say, 15, and it was like 12 of us on the trip. So, you know, small group, just our immediate family and a couple of friends. That's wonderful. Did you set up a room block for your guests? We did not. So we have two little boys, so we really need a kitchen when we travel. So we actually stayed at a Marriott Vacation Club where they, you know, they have a little living room with a kitchen. So we needed that extra space. So we didn't end up staying on property and all the guests stayed there. Oh, that's great. How did you choose the day of the week and time of day for your vow renewal? 
So we knew we wanted the morning just because the light is so beautiful and it tends to be a bit cooler. And in terms of time of the week, we were trying to stay on the more cost-effective side. And because we knew we wanted to make a whole week trip out of it, doing it on a Tuesday was no problem at all. And we, we it was really nice, actually, because where we did it at the boardwalk was a bit quieter, given that it was early in the morning and it was a really private and beautiful ceremony. That's interesting. So you didn't even try to make it on the anniversary of your original wedding date or anything like that? Well, originally we were going to have it in February, which was the anniversary, but we ended up postponing it. We had a number of cancellations a month beforehand. So Disney was really kind and accommodating to us and allowed us to postpone it. So it actually ended up, funny enough, changing a number of our venues. Our original reception venue was supposed to be the Polynesian, but because they're constructing the new hotel, any ceremony starting May 1st or later was pushed out. So originally when we were going to be in February, we would have been at the Polynesian. So when we changed our date, we had to pick a new venue. And then we were also going to have our dessert party, our welcome party at Italy Asola. But because of the festival going on, you can't use that location for dessert parties. So then we picked another one. And fortunately, UK Loxai, which was our other top choice, was available. That's great. Okay, so when they came back to you and said, you know, you have to change everything, how did you choose those ceremony and celebration venues? So not being local to Disney, it was a lot of image searching, mostly on your site and some Google Maps and kind of trying to walk the spaces and figure out what they look like. We had never actually realized that Seabreeze Point was there. We've been to the boardwalk many times, but even though it's just right there on the boardwalk as this beautiful white gazebo, it is tucked away a little bit that it wasn't something we had noticed. So when we looked at that venue and looked at images, we completely fell in love and it was exactly the kind of natural and like easy breezy feel and vibe that we were going for. And in terms of UK Lockside, we really liked how it felt so private and personal there. And so that's how we ended up picking that location. That's great. And then for your celebration at Tamu Tamu, was that always where that was going to be? Yes. And we were so happy that was still available to us. That was the easiest choice. It is such a unique venue. And for any brides and grooms looking for a venue, I really recommend it. It is in the center of the park, yet completely tucked away. And it it has all these, you know, kind of ruins created by, you know, the Disney Imagineers inside. So you feel like you're in a whole nother world. And it was also surprisingly quiet inside. Another thing we liked about it is that it's an outdoor venue, but it has a lot of covering and shade and fans. So uh, it just had a really unique and nice feel to it. That's great. Now, were you able to use any outside vendors for portions of your event? The only outside vendor we used is our photographer, Allison Kist, who did a remarkable job and actually turned our album around to us 36 hours later, which was fabulous and quite the pleasant surprise. She was very easy to work with. And she was really because we have two little boys who sometimes get shy in front of the camera. She was really kind and helpful in, you know, encouraging them to smile and participate. So that was really nice. Um, she also seems to just really love Disney. So it was fun to, to have someone who's as passionate about Disney as we are. That's wonderful. Every other vendor was either Disney or DIY. Oh, great. Okay. Now, how did you choose an officiant for your vow renewal? Great question. We did not have an officiant. So we wanted to make the ceremony, because it's a vow renewal, just really informal and really natural. So my husband and I decided to just do it ourselves. So we read our original vows and talked about, 
you know, how we still feel the same way today. And then we actually made some new vows to our little boys about, you know, what we want to vow for our family as a whole and the kind of values that we want to raise them with. So it was really special and, and really personal. That's so great. Did you add any entertainment to the ceremony or the reception? At the ceremony, we had a guitar player who was fabulous. We had requested to just play the Disney classics, and he did that, and it was really fun. And one of the pleasant surprises was that we actually had a little dance party afterwards. So the ceremony was only about 10 or 15 minutes long, and he was playing for a whole hour. So we we hung out. My husband and I did our first dance to Tales All This Time, and I put first in quotes because it was 10 years later, but <laughs> we, we danced. I danced with my dad. The boys danced with us. So that was really special. And then our other entertainment were the the rides. So that was a really high priority item to us because none of our guests and, and we don't live in Orlando. It was just really exciting to be able to go into the park and go on a ride. So that was the number one thing that we wanted to be able to do. So at our welcome party, we did a ride mix-in on Frozen. And because the ride mix-in is not done until after the fireworks show is over, the park was closed. So when we approached the ride, we were the only guests on the ride. They had left it open for us. It was the most amazing and special feeling walking through the queue and to the front of the line. And it was just our family. And the ride attendant took a photo for us with our phone. And it was just, it was so much fun. My kids were so excited. My family was so excited. So that was awesome. And then in Tamu Tamu, we actually did two ride mix-ins. We started with the safari ride, the Kilimanjaro safari. Then we went to the celebration at Tamu Tamu and we ended the night with the Navi River journey, which was wonderful because then Pandora just lights up at night. So it was a really great way to end the evening. That's awesome. Do you have any menu items that you can recommend from your celebration or your welcome party? All of them. <laughs> our, our menu was so much fun and it was definitely the thing we spent the most time planning. I think my husband and I just made lists and lists of all the foods we love at Disney and just dreamed about what we wanted to have there. So at Epcot for our welcome dinner, we wanted to go with kind of a upgraded theme park menu. So we had Instead of just regular churros, we had churro flambe, which is a high recommendation. It was so much fun having the you know churros lit on fire with rum and sugar and butter and ice cream. It was delicious. And then we did ice cream sandwiches. We did boxes of popcorn, Mickey pretzels. We did Korean fried chicken sliders, which I think was one of the first times the catering staff had cooked it. It is on the menu as like an additional item you can pick and they were fantastic. I'm actually vegetarian and they made me a plant-based version and all the meat eaters in our group really loved the those sliders. And then we had some waffle fries. So that was a very fun menu because it was all, you know, kind of theme park food. At Tamu Tamu, because we got engaged at Polynesian and then had dinner at Ohana, we did an Ohana inspired meal. So we had the noodles from Ohana, which were somehow actually better than the ones at Ohana, which says a lot because the ones at Ohana are amazing. And those were delicious. There were honey wings, shrimp skewers with on a sugar cane stick, which were really great. We had salad. We also added zebra domes, one of our favorite things. And then we had a Dole Whip inspired cake with, it was a lemon cake with a tropical mousse, some pineapple soak and a strawberry jam. Mm, that's great. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the Vow Renewal Day ran? 
Yeah, absolutely. So I did my own hair and makeup. So it was not a particularly early call. Our ceremony was at 930. I think I got up at like 7 or 730, got ready for the ceremony. One of the nice things about it being vow renewal versus our wedding is we were just very relaxed about the whole thing. Like if it didn't go perfect or we, you know, it was okay because we've done it before. This was just for fun. So we arrived at about nine o'clock. We went and got some photos at Crescent Beach because we really wanted to have those beach photos that we were going to have at the Polynesian. So we got those. We had our ceremony at 930. By 945, we were done dancing, hanging out. And then at 1030, we had a really fun little treat. I actually had seen on a podcast you had done earlier, a couple had created their own little fast passes for Dole Whip. And I thought that was so cute. So we made our own little fast passes for breakfast at Boardwalk Bakery. So after the ceremony and after the guitar music was done, we walked over to Boardwalk Bakery and then everyone handed in their fast pass to the cashier. We had just, you know, put our credit card down. And so it wasn't like an official thing through Disney, but it was really fun for our guests. Everyone got breakfast. We somehow found tables all outside in the shade and we all had breakfast together. That's a great idea because when you're having a ceremony separated from a reception or a celebration like that, sometimes people are like, I got to get up and they're not feeding me. So that's wonderful that you were able to work that out. Yeah, because what we found out is that if we were to have food through Disney after the ceremony, it would have that would have counted towards our minimum, but then our reception at Tamu Tamu would not have counted. And so in order to have that count towards our minimum, our, our celebration at Tamu Tamu, we just decided to do the more casual breakfast. And it actually was really fun. And I, uh, it was a great way to kind of break up the day. And then after that, we just went back to the hotel. We met our guide at Animal Kingdom at six. Originally, we were supposed to meet at four, but a couple days before the park decided to keep the safari ride open a bit later than was planned. And because it's supposed to be the last ride of the day when you do the ride mix in, they pushed the event back. So everything started two hours later than we had originally planned, which I think for those listening, one of the things I found with Disney is that the magic of it is that you're getting to do these incredible things like go on rides during your celebration you know, or have you know a party in the park. But I think the cons that come along with that are you are a bit at the the whim of the park like that comes first. And so just being prepared that schedules might change, venues might change. And I think Disney does a great job of kind of pulling it all together in the end. But just being aware and prepared for that, I think, can help set expectations. That's interesting. So even though your event got pushed back two hours, it's still timed out that you were able to go on the Navi River journey after the event? Yes, I think my guess is that the whole park was staying open later than had originally planned because we were one of the last rides on the Navi River journey in the evening. So we did that at maybe like 8.30, something around that time, 8.15. Got it. Okay. So then when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects of the event where you focused your attention or your budget? I'd say the most important thing for us was just that everyone had a really fun time. So we focused more on the whole experience versus having a traditional reception because we've already had our wedding with, you know, the band and the whole dancing and the whole evening. This we wanted to make more about like the whole event. So that included doing the mix-in, just doing the an hour, hour and a half celebration at Epcot. It was doing the fireworks. So it was really combining all the fun parts of Disney. One other thing I really focused on was I did all my own 
like paper goods. And I, it was so much fun designing them. So designing the menu and the programs and the little fast passes. Uh, another fun little surprise we did is instead of telling, everything was a surprise for our guests, which was super fun, including once they got there, they still didn't know what was happening. So every mix-in was a surprise. So for our Tamu Tamu celebration, instead of telling people, okay, here's where we're going. We're going to Animal Kingdom. We handed everybody a treasure map. They said, come to our room at this time. We're going to give you a treasure map. So I handed everyone a treasure map and then a little Disney gift card to pay for the parking spot at the park. And when they opened the treasure map, it had like the burned edges and kind of like a pirate map and it led them to Animal Kingdom. So we tried to do a lot of little fun details and things like that. That's great. Were there any aspects that were less important where you saved your money or just your effort? Yeah, I think for us, we just didn't need the full reception. So we we didn't need a DJ or a band. Um, we didn't need like the full four hour long party. So I think that was certainly a cost savings for us. And and then also just, you know, having less guests, we didn't feel like we needed to have a huge group. We wanted to just keep it really small and intimate and something special for the family. That's wonderful. What ended up being your favorite memory of your vow renewal day? Oh, there's so many good ones. I think one of the best memories was walking into Tamu Tamu because like all of our venues, we had not actually been there before. It was all done through us looking at photos and they made it so special. So we had just gotten off the safari. Our guides were so kind and wonderful walking us there. I was holding my husband's arm in one hand and my little boy's hand in the other. And we walked up to Tamu Tamu and they opened up the curtains and like we walked in and it was just so magical and the photographer was taking pictures they were clapping and it was it was really special to see how it had all been set up and then I think the other thing that was just really memorable was was rereading our vows to each other that that was a really nice moment and just being up up on the, the altar again with my husband you know getting remarried so to say so it was many special moments but those two stand out that's awesome now, did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? We had a little snafu at the at the very beginning of our first event. So like I had mentioned, everything was a surprise. So we actually told our family that we had reservations at a restaurant at the boardwalk for dinner. And that's what everyone thought we were doing for our welcome dinner. But the surprise was we were going to go you know, to the back entrance International Gateway to Epcot to go to our our party. So we got everyone to meet at seven at the boardwalk and our BEO, which is our banquet event order, had said to meet our guide at the back entrance of Epcot at 7.30. So 7.25, my husband wanders off under the guise of getting snacks for the kids. And 7.30 comes around. He's texting me, the guy's still not there. 7.35, 7.40, not there. And my family's starting to get restless. Like, when are we going to dinner? The kids are getting tired. Like, what's happening? So finally, about 7.50, the guide showed up. So we ended up having to give away the surprise because I had to get them to go over to Epcot, even though they thought our dinner reservation was at 7.30. So I think that was our, our one little snafu. But it, everything turned out like fabulous after that. So if I was going to give one advice, I would say to ask your planner about the time on your BEO for meeting versus the time for starting. Because our start time for the party was 8. But our meet time was 7.30, and UK Lockside is a two-minute walk. So I think it just, that's where the lines got crossed. So one little thing to look out as you're planning. Interesting. Okay. And then was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about, and then it turned out not to be? 
gosh, I mean, really everything was like beyond expectation. I think that maybe one thing that seemed like it might be a big deal was changing venues. At first, we found out we couldn't have our ceremony at Luau Point. We were disappointed. But in the end, we loved Seabreeze and it was it was so much fun. That's great to hear. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I would skip the pretzels. They weren't that great. (laughs) And they're expensive. They're very expensive and they're really cute and they make for a good picture, but we didn't even have a photographer at our dessert party. So (laughs) I would skip those. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? Maybe those who are interested in a vow renewal, but they're worried, you know, who's going to come to another wedding? Like any advice for that? Yeah, I mean, I would just, my first advice to vow renewal couples or any couple is just to go with the flow and have fun because it's so easy to get caught up in the details. And the more you can just kind of, in the words of Elsa, let it go and just enjoy, it's the better. Um, And then in terms of vow renewal couples, if you're thinking about doing it, I say just go for it. Like, There's nothing better than celebrating love and having a blast in Disney World with your family and friends. So we have no regrets and just feel so grateful that we were able to make it happen and, and have our loved ones there. It was really, really special. Another thing in terms of the details, I ended up like changing my dress the last minute. I was supposed to wear this pink kind of bridesmaid dress. And I was like, you know what? I want a wedding dress. And I went and bought something off the rack two days before. So that was another just, it's really fun to plan. And it's great to get into the weeds on that. But at the same time, just kind of treating the whole thing like whatever happens, happens will, I think, make it a lot better. Got it. Well, Jenna, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in having a vow renewal or doing a wedding at Walt Disney World. And I appreciate your taking the time. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And thanks for giving so many people so much happiness and joy and inspiration as they plan their special events. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>